Hello, everyone. What it do? My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for turning... Wait, turning? Oh, no. Thanks Tune so much in. for tuning in. As we said, sort of like a you know what? I said I was tired. I literally said I was tired like two minutes before we started recording live. But, you know, I'm happy to be in the studio today. It's a special day. It's Sabria's birthday. Do you know what today is? It's my anniversary. A birthday anniversary. Yes. So we just went out to eat a little bit. Yep. Then um, we're going to be turning up this weekend. Yep. Cheeks out. Cheeks out. Feet out. Boobs out. Clink, clink, clink. Hopefully the niggas is out. Clink, clink, clink. I doubt it, but. They never they out. They never and out. And if y'all out. Well, we are, if you want to know if the niggas is going to be out, <laughs> all I got to do is come out. And as soon as I come out, niggas not out. That's how it go. I don't care. I'm in, niggas out. I'm out, <laughs> niggas are in. That's just the rules. I don't Period. know what I did to deserve it. What they it. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, let's talk about our goals for this week. Our goals for this week. My goal for this week was, damn, did I accomplish anything? <laughs> did I? Oh, I turned another. Oh, Eric said I turned another age. A lazy accomplishment. <laughs> Very gonna happen regardless. You really didn't control. You didn't take part in that goal happening. <laughs> it's just fucking. Yeah. The day just turned and it just. Sorry, boss. I mean, is no. It, I'm just, if that's world. your goal, I'm not gonna release it. But it's an evil world like we live in. That was not. A what did I do? Goal. I don't remember. It's, it's fine. If that's your goal, that's your goal. That really wasn't my goal. <laughs> um, oh, I um, oh today um I. Made a um like a, a primary care um appointment. Very important. It, it's my birthday, and I still was like, "Fuck it, I need to handle this." Yes, yeah, very important. Um, big goal for me is I've been cooking more, and I don't know if that was my goal last week, but like I cook. That was my goal last week. Okay, mm-hmm. I've been. I didn't. I I'm not buying any junk food. I refuse to bring it in the house. Mm, I know. So, I was like, and I stuck to, Yeah, when you looked at my refrigerator, you was like, "It's no fucking fun over here." No juice, no no none of that because I just can't I can't bring it in my home because I don't know how to control myself yeah, with it. True. So I I've been sticking to it. If I'm out and I'm like I I really got a sweet tooth. I, I see what you're doing, Sabrina. I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> distracted. Anyway, um, I did um, like if I want a snack or something, I'll get an individual one and mm-hmm. then I'll come back home. Like I don't believe in buying a box of cookies because I know that I will just lose my mind, so I can't do it. All right, phase four time. Um, we're gonna do like four, four like shows or programs, movies, documentaries, something to binge on Netflix or Hulu, any of the streaming services. Like, we do this every once in a while. Um, we did it in the winter. Now it's the spring edition. Just to let you guys know what we're watching and give you guys some ideas on some cool content that you can, you know, watch. watch. So, <laughs> I was watching the show. I need to, um, like, go back and uh, watch the second season. Um, it's this show called Lore, and it's on Amazon Prime, and it's like it's corny, but it's like <laughs> I like the stories behind it because they talk about like it's folklore and like stuff that's like ooh like this spooky, and they like do reenactments, and the reenactments are like corny, but like 
I like the show. It's called Lore. Um, another one which I do need to catch up on is um I think I said this before, Salem. Oh yeah. That um, was good. I started watching it. I really want to finish that too. I just love stuff with like medieval, like people would be like, Stone her, she's a witch. I know, I gave you so much shit, but that was a really good show. You did give me so much shit for it. I loved uh Salem. Um, also another ooh, ooky spooky show <laughs> that I need to um rewatch is called um Penny Dreadful and it's like about um uh Victor Frankenstein, who is a doctor. Um and Lorraine Gray, um where well it's like different like myth myth mythical creatures. Um and uh, it's, like, telling their stories um, during, like, this, you know, time period. It's, like, kind of hard to describe, but um, it makes sense when you watch it. And it's, like, that Victorian, like, vibe. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny because, like, if you know me, I'm obsessed with, like, Frankenstein's monster. And that was the most fucking annoying character in the show to me. Wow. Frankenstein's monster. Because also, like, Frankenstein from the from the uh, Warner Brother movies, um didn't talk, but this mm-hmm. one talked too fucking much. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I just want to be beautiful. I want to, like, he literally, like, Join a club, girl. Yeah. So it was annoying. But I liked the show a lot. And Dorian Gray was hot as fuck and gay as fuck and everything I like. But um, that was three, right? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah, three. Mm-hmm. Um, another one um, I would say to binge watch is, um, Hmm, this hard one. I would say, like the first season of SpongeBob. <laughs> Wait, so that's first what you're binging now? No, not what I'm binging. What I want to. This oh, okay. Is, what you this is want? also stuff I want to watch on vacation. Okay. See, uh, my list is more so of what I have. Like I, these are suggestions, but I'm not finished all of them. Okay. Because I haven't watched. The only thing I've watched was Umbre- Umbrella Academy. That's, yeah. one, that's the most Which, recent thing I watched. Another one that's on the recommendation list. Like, you have to watch Umbrella Academy. If you aren't watching it now, it's so fucking good. It's like, I thought it was by Marvel, but it's not. It's just, yes, it's Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Okay, my list, the first one is this documentary on Amazon called Unseen. I had watched it recently, and it was so good. I highly suggest, and without telling you guys, you know, everything, it pretty much was this man um, and it was recent, like 2010-ish, all these bodies were found in his home, black men in Ohio. And he was like pretty much murdering uh, drug addicts and prostitutes. And no one was looking for these women because they were black drug addicts and prostitutes. And some of the women that survived his attacks and who had reported him and nothing happened, they're actually on this documentary. And it's just so... Like, it is just a perfect storm of what happens when we value some people more in society. Mm-hmm. And it, it is in, it's insane, like, watching this. It is insane. But it was so good. It's like a documentary straight through or it's like an episode? Straight through. Okay. So, yeah, if you're one of those people who are like, listen, I don't got time for docu-series. It's, like, definitely just a straight through thing. Um, I want to watch Serial. Uh, I love the Edna. I mean, like. 
I don't know if the docuseries is actually called Serial, but the case of Adnan Saeed um, on HBO, they turned it into a docuseries and it's based off the podcast Serial. Um, I was obsessed with it. I believe that Adnan is innocent. It Wasn't it a show, too, on um, HBO? No, that's what I'm saying. I want to watch. Oh, you want to watch the show. I want to watch the show, but it was based off the podcast. But then they have a documentary, too? I don't know. Uh, I just want to watch whatever is on HBO right now is what I want to (laughs) watch because like I said it's like you hear about all these characters from the from the podcast and now they're actually you're going to be able to see them in person and hey's like diary and I hear that this this uh docuseries focuses a lot on Heyman Lee like the victim and although we think Adnan is innocent I think her story gets lost a lot like people forget that there was a teenager murdered like so I like that they focus a lot on uh her, her name's Haley, I believe. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it now. Okay. Um, also, the Ted Bundy tape. So I finished it, but I do recommend that you guys watch if you can stomach it because there's actual footage of Ted Bundy and, like, just how they had to get him to admit to what he did because he would not talk about it as himself. They would have to, like, pretty much force him to talk about it in third person and just, like, him really, really just – the Ted Bundy, he, you know, everybody knows he's a serial killer, but sometimes you get the details mixed up as to actually how many women he killed, what he's done, and this doc, this docu series really, really talks to people who are there who are still alive, and I think it might That's be the last crazy. time you could talk to some of these people because they're getting older. So I thought it was good. Um, and Mr. Robot started watching that, really enjoy it. Although I think the main character, what's his name, Ravi. Um, what's his name? Sorry, I know his name, but you know the, 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 he's an actual robot. Yeah. So I feel like he's just meth- he's Malik, just being himself. Malik Rami, his name is Malik. Oh, wow! <laughs> the way you said his name, I was like, I had to think. I was like, uh. Rami Malik, that's his I name. Say, I didn't think his first, I thought his first name started with R. Okay, cool. Yeah, Rami Yeah, I Malik. think he's just being himself in the role. <laughs> but either way, good, great show. But the thing is, I think he might have been thicker in that show. Because, like, he, to me, I was like, okay, I get the kind of appeal on yeah. that show. But then now, I'm looking at him, I'm like, Ew. I think he likes freaking people out the way he do. He do. I think he want to be like, yeah, I think he's trying to go for that, like, uh, Johnny Depp. But uh, it don't work for you, baby. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just look cold. <laughs> and I'm talking temperature. <laughs> I'm not talking, like, attitude. You literally look cold and clammy and, like, just damp. It's not sexy for you. It's not sexy for you. It's like, just be. I feel like when you're meant to be tan and you make yourself pale, it's scary. Because you look good. <laughs> yeah. And you like, might want to look that way. How did you make yourself look like that? Yeah, and the scariest was, part is also he's a twin. Yeah, and his twin looks vibrant. But he, I'm so surprised he didn't eat him in a womb. He's definitely the tether, yeah. He's a, <laughs> he is definitely the tether. He's the tether. Okay, so um, <laughs> toast for a sis. This week, it's a baby that we're toasting to. <laughs> Period. We're toasting to Kavia <laughs> James. This is um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's little baby. And I'm obsessed with her. Like, every day, I get up, and I'm like, before I even go <laughs> on the shade room, I'm like, let me see if there's any new content on Dwayne Wade's page, on Gabrielle Union's page. On, on They call her Cavs on her page. And it's so funny because... Wait, they, didn't he play for the Cavs? Um, they did. I mean, he did. Yeah. I'm, I, no, he didn't. No, he played That's for Miami. 
LeBron who played for the Cavs. Um, wrong nigger. Look at me knowing sports. <laughs> all, all of you niggers look the I same. I be knowing sports. <laughs> nope. That's not what happened. <laughs> and now LeBron is playing for the Lakers. LeBron James. LeBron but, James. So he went to the Cavs, the Heat, back to the Cavs, and now he's with the Lakers. So <sighs> I just be knowing sports sometimes. You just want to fuck basketball players. No, I just want to fuck Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> well, he was a basketball player. He's a football player. Oh, he's a football Again. player. Again. <laughs> wow, look at me. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to fucking bash my head into this mic. Wow, when you want to fuck, you just be knowing. Mm, that's what the, that's the truth. When you want to fuck somebody, you start doing all this research on them. <laughs> you like, so. LeBron I, James. I hear you like taxidermy. <laughs> you start knowing all this shit about taxidermy. <laughs> I heard you like. A paleontologist, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I fuck with fossils too. That's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> damn, we was talking about a baby, and it's <laughs> so fucked oh up. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I am so. I'm gonna end it here. Follow her on Instagram at K A A V I A. J-A-M-E-S. <laughs> they call her the Shady Baby, and they make the funniest captions under her adorable pictures. Like, so cute. So adorable. And she looks just like Dwayne Wade. Stole his entire face. All right. Um, moving on into tea time. So, you know, yesterday was April Fool's Day, and niggas were playing way too much. <laughs> it, I, I hate I hate it. I, hate I, didn't, see, I didn't see a lot of jokes. I, I saw people attempting to joke, but I was like, you can't get it. <laughs> you know, I didn't find anything funny. No. <laughs> You can't get me. Me this shit. See, I actually can, like, get got very easily (laughs) on April Fool's Day. And I I hate it. Every year. I did get my grandma, though. So (laughs) I was at her house, and my grandma's back door, like, you can kind of... She needs, like, a curtain or something. I think her curtain fell down. But anyway, you can see, like, the neighborhood out of her back... uh, out of her back door, like, window. Mm-hmm. And she was in the kitchen. And I was like, oh, my God, Grandma, somebody looking in the window. And she jumped. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just kidding, April Fool's. She said, girl, don't do that. <laughs> so that was, like, my little contribution to April Fool's Day. Anyway, Tinder, <laughs> Tinder hurt a lot of feelings with their joke. Um, I knew it was a joke. You did, before my dumb ass did. <laughs> because you know what fucked me up? <sighs> they released this joke. The Friday before April first, so that's April first was Monday. That's what a good a good jokester knows, <laughs> <laughs> and a dumbass like me don't. Because I was anyway. It said that they were going to do a height verification on Tinder profiles, so they were going to say that for some, somehow they were going to be able to like make a scale so that they could tell if somebody was lying about their height because this is an ongoing thing that men lie about their height and they do on Tinder. Like we always say, if a man says he's six feet, you got to delete two inches. Um, and if a woman says she's, uh, some people say if a woman says she's something, you got to add two inches. I don't. I think most women are very truthful about their heights. Like yeah. every woman I know. But I think bitches that's five five be like I'm five five on the nose. Bitches that are five five, you will not. <laughs> Short girls know they height to the inch and be wanting me to know the inch for me. I would listen to this. That's not my it. problem. I'm six yeah. feet. I, I said what I said. I am. But anyway, so men were in their feelings like, now if we did a weight verification for women, then it'd be this. I'm like, first of all, that's stupid because y'all be fat too. 
<laughs> one, two, one. you still going to lick my I'm hole. I'm about to say, does it matter? If somebody look good, you ain't going to be like, oh, I can't fuck with you because you just you just wait. Exactly, because like, me and Rakishi probably wear the same thing. Bitch, <laughs> uh, <laughs> A nigga was like, women would be outraged if Tinder released weight verification, something far more important, because height is never due to lack of personal care. Like, whoa. <laughs> He said, sincerely, a verifiable 6'3 man. <laughs> I would also okay, like to King. add, he got a cowboy hat in his picture. It's like, whoa, there. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Jesus Christ. They was really in their feelings. Okay, and then, of course, Tinder release. You know, April Fool's is a joke. We would never do anything like that. And also, like, it just didn't seem right. I'm like, the video they show, it's like the person with their hat, and it's like, no. And then it's like the person with another hat. They're like, stop lying. And then I was like, right. how they do this shit? But like, then they said that they could take a, you take a picture near a building, and then they'll do, like, the scale. scale. Yeah, so I'm like, it kind of makes sense. But, like, what if they measurements is off, and you got to confirm a height that you're not? Like, I just was getting real stressed out about it. <laughs> what? Lucky for me and... The nigga in the, uh, the cowboy hat, it ain't, this ain't it, so. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care either. Because if I tell you what height I am, either you're going to like it or you're not. Exactly. And that's that on that. And I'm not getting surgery on my knees. Uh, I wish, I was saying, I'm not getting mine knocked in <laughs> so that I can be sure. So no, but I do want my knees to get longer. Oh, gosh. So they went and like burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. So, Lupita Nyong'o has apologized um, for the voices she was using in the movie Us. Apparently, she uh, she said, she mentioned that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in the larynx disorder. Larynx. Larynx disorder, spasmodic dysmonia, was the inspiration for her in the film Us. And a lot of people with that condition in the community didn't think it was very funny that she used that as an inspiration. But, like, okay, where where can we draw inspiration from? Because if Ray Charles said that he was inspired by a blind person to do the role, which he was, Ray Charles. You mean like, Jamie Foxx? Yeah, sorry. Just, <laughs> I'm going to say I Ray Foxx. Goddamn, he uh, did Ray, Ray, Ray Fox. Fox. <laughs> Ray Charles. Oh, dog. Ray Charles is actually blind. Yeah, he um, was actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. If Jamie Foxx and Ray, so, like you know, use use that as inspiration. If Forrest Gump, pretty much, uh, what's his name, Tom Hanks, right? Mm-hmm. When he was somebody whatever he talk. did for Forrest somebody Gump, or when Leonardo DiCaprio did that and like what's eating Gilbert's grape? That was a bad drum. When does <laughs> they should never did that? They should have never Jill. did that. When Jill. do actors get to act? And to draw on other things and methods and, like, I don't know. Like, so, how that, I don't understand how that's offensive. Because also in Hereditary, I was reading online that uh, one of the directors or writers or somebody was saying that they, like, draw on schizophrenia or something for, like, one of their scenes. So I'm like, if somebody so, uses a condition as inspiration, like, what's wrong with I don't get so what's wrong it's with it. R- I feel like it's wrong because what's wrong is that you... She's using it in a horror film, and the character is inherently scary. So people already see disabled people as scary, as monsters in society, and then you're only confirming it by bringing it into a horror film. But at first, I didn't know what she was doing, because in my mind, I was thinking, like, okay, say you haven't talked for years. When you finally do talk, you are going to sound, like, you know, different. Right. Or, like, especially, like, from being a child, like, that happens to her at seven years old, so... 
you're like your voice is changing and stuff like that so you are going to sound different but now that I know what that disorder is it don't even make no fucking sense that she draws so like, what is that disorder it's like um it's not from like people not talking it's from like your vocal something going on with your but vocal cords i think that it's like a spasm to achieve that sound though is what it sounded like and I, like i think that she like you said she probably should have just been quiet about it and even if that was her inspiration yeah, it's, for uh, it, it says it's momentarily periods of uncontrolled spasms of muscles in the voice box these muscles control speech the spasms can result in tightness in the throat recurrent hoarseness and changes in the voice quality and or difficulty speaking yeah, and I think that that's what exactly what she did in the role, but she did it for a different reason. And, and also, it can lead to there's also something called larynx cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy she apologized because the point is, if yeah, she fit, took accountability. She took accountability, but sometimes I feel like it's it it was a scary movie, and the voice was scary, and it it is a shame that she used the actual condition to be scary. But there are times where a big reveal is something and the person is like blind and nobody in history has ever been like, Oh my God, that's this. It's the idea of someone speaking like that when you don't expect them to Mm -hmm. is frightening. It's a scary movie. There's a such thing as a scary voice. But I feel like also like since we are just like, I'm not not trying to take it away from people, but I find it funny that Lapita's apologized and a lot of people, other people weren't. And I hate to be that person when it comes to like blackness. I just feel like why is she apologizing for being an actress? Yeah. I mean, I guess because it's something like now I feel like, the disabled community is like now finally speaking up for themselves because a lot of times like maybe if that, it was 2019 and Forrest Gump would have said yeah because Forrest Gump now I don't I know like, like I definitely, I, I definitely no. feel like sometimes and this is not me saying that it's wrong or right but I'm like with acting in general sometimes I feel like that's when you have to pretend to be something you aren't yeah that's true like it's not it's not being yourself it's not being it's a, it's a character, and you have to create things that are somehow scary for the circumstances. Of course, if there was somebody with this condition with their voice, I don't think it would be scary if a regular person talked like that because I know they just have a condition. But with a tether speaking, it's scary. Or just like the fact that they when they were like not talking at all, how they were communicating. It's scary under those conditions, but if you saw someone screaming like that in public, you wouldn't say anything because you wouldn't know what was going on. But some people probably would act like that. Like, for instance, I saw this lady on a train who was like, obviously, like, um, something mental was going on with her. And she was, like, yelling and, like, like speaking, like, not, like, total sentences and stuff. And people were, like, laughing, like, oh, at her. Oh, you talking like, about the ignorant and, people? And, point, and pointing and stuff like that. Yeah, ignorant people. Yeah, I'm just talking about, like, People with good sense, like, in in actuality, if you saw that, you wouldn't say to yourself, like, oh, my God, that's scary. Yeah, I know, but sometimes the ignorant people are, like, the majority. It's just, like, I am happy that the disabled community is, like, you know, speaking of it. Maybe that can change something, and maybe that can be an opportunity for people who actually have these conditions to be on the forefront, to act and stuff like that. Yeah, like, definitely not going to dismiss the conversation, but with everything, sometimes an actor has to act. And sometimes that acting is going to be somebody else's reality. Like, that's just it. Yeah, that's true. And that means, and it's like outside of just disability, like um, 
like 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 I said, Jamie Foxx was not blind, but he glued his eyes shut to be blind for Ray. Or if somebody asks as if they were like a queer person now, it's like, is that rude? Like, should we just hire a queer person? Yeah, you definitely should. I feel like straight people should not be playing gay um, people in like movies. I feel like it's just like, I feel like it's corny at this point. But should gay people not be allowed to play straight people? I feel like, I mean, they could, but I feel like this story is just so different. But I feel and like so that's you're being, you're being an actor, though. You're acting. Yeah, that's true, but I just feel like it's just so cool. And something so like corny. sexuality doesn't even have to be but a personality it, trait. You know what I mean? It's not a personality trait, but if it's that's their story, like, for instance, with, um, with Freddie Mercury, like, I haven't seen that movie but uh Romney Malik he's not a gay, he's not a gay man and they didn't talk about uh, Freddie Mercury died of um, AIDS and yeah. that, that wasn't really talked about touched on in the movie and his sexuality was like a, a big, big thing. part yeah. and it wasn't really touched on in the movie and I thought that was like that's corny I think that was like a shitty writing job though I don't think that that yeah. has anything to do with, like the actor per se but I'm like if you look just like the person and like, or what's his name? Neil Patrick uh, Harris played like a notorious playboy. And what was it? How to How I Met Your Mother was that show he was in? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he was a gay man the whole time. It wasn't disclosed, but it's just that's the character that he should be allowed to play because his job is to be someone that is not himself. And the sexuality is a spectrum. Why can't someone just play something that they might? feel or be real you know what I mean I feel like it's definitely different with trans women I definitely feel like or trans men the trans community I feel like it's so different because I know for a fact that if there was a role for a cis uh, person they wouldn't get casted so I don't think that if if it can't go both ways I don't think one person like for example I don't think a white person should play a black person in a movie because a black person can't play a white person I don't think that uh, a cis person should be casted as a trans person because trans person can't be but I absolutely think that if like if I was casted as a lesbian in a movie I don't think that that would be the worst thing in the world because it's it's acting yeah that's true I mean I personally don't really like feel comfortable like speaking on it because it's like I don't like because I know it's people that don't agree like that's in that community so it's like I feel like it's just not my place to like yeah, no, and like sometimes thing. I do feel like it's not my place, but I'm like, if I don't understand something, I'd rather put it out and then have somebody reach out to me and be like, this is why. Because maybe it is something I'm missing, but I'm like, this is my logic, and I'm not afraid to put my logic out there because I've thought about it. I think a lot of times when people say shit, they don't think about it beforehand. Yeah. And I'm like, I I definitely know that like opportunities become smaller and smaller when someone is like openly out and mm-hmm. proud. But yeah, because I, I read because I read a quote that somebody said. Um, oh, I think I lost it. Yeah, about somebody um, was talking about how was, they were saying that we're not by doing it in a horror movie. You're insinuating that we're like we're scary people we're scary. and we're not. And that was a hard, yeah, and that was a hard apology. Like, I definitely get it, and I think had I been in her situation, I would have definitely apologized. Oh, yeah, she said, um, I forgot the person. They said, they said, spignatic dysphonia is not a creepy voice. It is not a scary voice. It is a disability that people are living with, and they shouldn't be judged on. Um, yeah, that. 
Connecting disabilities to characters who are evil further marginalize people with disabilities who also have significant abilities and want to contribute to their communities just like anyone else. Yeah, I'm happy they said their piece. Like I said, I definitely think Lapita should have just did the voice without connecting it to that community. Yeah, because I feel like it was no need to. like the to. I think that she probably w- wanted credit for being thought out, but yeah, it, it was an ignorant move, but she apologized for it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I just sometimes feel like actors, it, it's just challenging because you do use a lot of uh, real-life um things to be inspired from mm-hmm. and it becomes it's becoming a lot I think harder in 2019 like even somebody who I like me I feel like I'm woke and I feel like sometimes I don't even know what's offensive sometimes yeah and you just learn but I'm not afraid to get told like all right girl no because I know that's a part of learning and I've been there and I've done that like I think the problem comes in is when you somebody tell you and you just are reluctant to change yeah that's very true so, um, Beyonce did not attend the Grammys, but she did attend both the NAACP and the GLAD Awards, where she was honored. She looked amazing at both. Um, Jay-Z was also honored at both. Omari Hardwick played himself, <sighs> however, big time. Oh, my God. Ghost is about to be a ghost. <laughs> because that was so cringy. Wait, we Why talk, are we going to talk about it now? Yeah. I thought he was in the same No, remember we agreed that we was going to put... Oh. Yeah, yeah. we was going to talk about this here and then yeah. do the deeper dive in our sunken place up there. Sure, but um, I wanted, we definitely wanted to put him <laughs> in the sunken place, as you can hear. We wanted to put him in the sunken place, but something else happened that probably deserves a little bit more attention than this. But I'm pissed off because... It, Omari Hardwick pretty much kissed Beyonce on the cheek and then dove back in and they tapped the corner of her mouth, which freaked me out for whatever reason because who goes back in like, oh, shit, I messed up the first time. Let me get closer. Let me kiss her in the mouth. Like, it was very weird. Also, it freaked me out because I didn't think he was that type of person. Like you were saying earlier, like, he actually is an established actor. Like, he he has a career that's And a wife. And it's just never been like, you know... He hasn't ever been thirsty. He has seemed like he's very committed to his wife. And he had just shook Jay-Z's hand before he dove in for that double kiss. By and the way, Beyonce looked like she was about to cast the meanest spell on and him. And seeing Beyonce look that uncomfortable made me sad. Yeah, it made yeah, it made me mad and sad. Uh-huh. And just the idea that men really, really can't control themselves when they see something that they think is beautiful like even like that is what took me out like i felt like he could not control himself because he did a kiss and then he went back in again because like all right I like, most people like kiss somebody like on the cheek like you know i mean i wouldn't do that to beyonce i wouldn't even want to hug her no i would do whatever she did that means if she <laughs> grabbed my hand i'm grabbing her hand yeah i would just shake her hand i need to see what his wife I would, like I, I ain't gonna say nothing, but I would if Beyonce grabbed my hand, I would put my hand on top of hers, and I would then release my hand from hers. Yeah. That's what I would do. Like I told somebody um, earlier this week, I don't even I don't even really care about me and Beyonce because I just feel like I would be embarrassed. And, and sometimes I feel like certain people are what is the word like? I feel like certain people are gods. 
they're not even human like me. But the more human that they are, the more stressed I become at how perfectly perfect and human they are. Like how yeah, realistic. I'm just not like, interested. I just can't. No, I don't need to meet Beyonce. But that's why I don't understand why all these people are getting the nerves to be biting on her and kissing her in the corner of her mouth. And I'm like, this is exactly why she don't come the fuck outside now. <laughs> This is exactly why. Because of how y'all behave. And it's her peers. You know, it's not even... Well, the fans... Because somebody... Oh, I was about to say somebody stabbed her. But no, what was... What was... What was... uh What this... Oh, bite her. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I just said. Somebody, like, they put their little nasty-ass gums on her face. It probably was corner. him. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Tiffany Haddish just used Sonali for that's like the fucking cover up. It was ghost the whole time. Ugh, goodness gracious. Because he really was like, like smother those lips. Oh my God, and of course the Instagram beehive went insane. So he's been having bees under his picture. Probably will have for the rest. I just. Oh my God! He has said nothing about it. I he am has just it. so. Di- I am utterly. Dis- uh, of he- course. Sorry, I just seen it say Fifty Cent now defends Omar Hardwick for kissing Beyonce. Uh, what the hell did he got to say? I don't even know if there's a real news source. And you know what's crazy? Um, he used to be so fine to me. The man who played Ghost. He just looked- that thirsty move of like, all right, let me just give you a kiss. That really was where my hug at. That that's that was so where my but also I found out that like I really don't care about height because I can't because I'm tall, um but he I found out that he is also short. Yeah, how tall is he? Let me see. He look. I'm gonna say five seven. Five ten. Five seven. <laughs> he five ten. Who, yeah, who's that's f- not this. Who's nobody's five ten. He's five seven. Yeah, remember to subtract two inches. If he said he five ten, he definitely five seven. He probably be having fucking penny loafers on with three inches. Oh, I'm looking at these shoes he wearing. And I hate them. Let me em. see. They're like box cars. <laughs> Let me see. Ew, yeah, they look like packs of cigarettes. <laughs> he got cools on his feet. His yeah. wife not ugly. Let me see. She just um homely. Let me see. She just little light skin with blue eyes. Wait, she light skin? I thought she was white. I mean, she I don't know. She could be white. She just got the um can I speak to the manager? Cut. <laughs> and I date white guys no matter what. I mean I date black guys. She yeah, she just looked like a pitbull. Yeah, like t- I always say that or, there's a genre of face that's like Terrence Howard. Yeah. And it's like a wolf it's like wolf face, right? Jessica Biel has it. Um, Terrence Howard has it. Um, yeah, her face looks like a skateboard to me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Eva Pig. I guess her name's Eva Marcel now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ew, so this is really who Certain he is. Certain people just look like... Um, facial hair really is contouring. Because <laughs> this is him with no facial He looked like what he acted like. He definitely looked like the manager of, like... Um, <laughs> a, tech, a technology store that used every opportunity to talk about how much he know more about technology than a customer. It's like, all right, nigga, you know what gigabytes and shit. But that like, picture fine. looks like how he behaved that night. That picture looks like, hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Uh, all right, so <laughs> big f- fuck you to him. Um, Birdman. <laughs> wants the tattoos off his face. Well, it's just a little too late. <laughs> Brian went on Wendy Williams with Juvenile because they're promoting a new joint album. Um, just Another Gangster is the Dinex. name. <laughs> That's what we should uh, make our, uh, like, 
when we hit the road, <laughs> just another gangster. <laughs> like what? It's like go, grow up. <laughs> you should have made that. Could it was so many opportunities for growth there. It's fucking. This could be a. It could possibly be good, right? So it's juvenile and it's Birdman. Y'all could have been like renewed. Like that could have been the name. Yeah, or something like, like back at it with the bullshit. Like <laughs> anything other than just another gang. You too old for that shit. And nobody, y'all are not gangsters. <laughs> nobody talks like that. All y'all drinking Perrier water. Like stop <laughs> pretending like y'all gangsters. Y'all not. That life is long gone, baby. No, like please, y'all niggas know y'all eating at Whole Foods now. Like stop. <laughs> also, who? First of all, because I forgot how many tattoos are on his face. I'm like, you might as well just get a whole. You might as well get a new face. Yes, or Surgery. just wear a mask or something. But he said I didn't want to take the head. The head off. <laughs> but I want to take the facials off. I what? just felt like I'm being older. <laughs> I would like to get it off. Excuse me? Just another preschool. I didn't want to take the head off. He said, I didn't How wanna, much money but you, you know what's so funny? In the brackets, it says tattoos. Like, I'm sorry, is head considered... How rich do you have to be to be able to remove your head? <laughs> <laughs> because he should have been did it, regardless. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the tattoos. Like, I picture, you know, a Futurama with a head of heads, like, in a long thing. Like, I feel like he has access to that. <laughs> or, like, Arya, um, like, the, the main <laughs> face guy, just go walk in and be like, you know what? I feel like being light-skinned. <laughs> just, like, switch Like, up. what? Um, and he just told Wendy Williams that, you know, I just think at this point in my life, I don't need that. That stereotypes you. I'll take away from the business and certain things. First of all, you already rich. It don't, it does not matter if you what type of tattoos or anything you have on your face at this point. Second of all, if somebody want, didn't want to work with you before and you get the tattoos removed, it's a good chance they didn't want to work with you just because you burnt me. Exactly. Like, that's it. You fucking dork. Yeah, like Brian. <laughs> stop. stop playing like I'm just stuck on a juvenile and his album <laughs> just another gangster the just thing is the crazy thing is that's some alright like say if that was like if Snoop Dogg did some shit like that I understand it cause I feel like that's LA culture yeah Ice Cube yeah, Just Ice Cube. Gangster. But that shit, I'm like, that's not even y'all personality. You know what? They they could have did something really, really decent, like um, like nine nine to the 2019 or some crazy shit like that, where they really, really like influenced that uh, down south, like dirty <laughs> south <laughs> flavor. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's crazy because recently, uh, Cash Money, uh, I think it was Mandy Fresh and Juvenile, they did a rendition of Back That Ass Up with the like orchestra, right? You saw that? <gasps> no. It was fucking amazing. That would have been great promo in itself. Like, look at us. We still dirty south, but we doing some super classy shit now. Like, just another game. What was the thought process behind this? Or you could be like, still dirty. Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> still, di- still dirty dirt. That's what they should say. Exactly. Still dirty dirt. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that really fucking hell. Because if I heard still dirty, I'm like, okay, we got Megan Thee Stallion out. We about to, they yep. do it. Ooh, it's about to be some real southern nasty yeehaw shit. I like that. But no, just another gangster. 
What a miss. Dumb. Big miss. Fumbled the fucking bag. Okay, so now it's time to go into the sunken place um, slash uh, common senses. We just decided to, like, mesh these two together because we have a lot to cover, and it's super unfortunate to even have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's put us in such a funky-dunky mood um, over the past few days. But, you know, a lot of you may heard Nipsey Hussle passed away on, you know, Sunday, it was a March 31st, mm-hmm. shooting, got shot right outside of his store, mm-hmm. his business, and they have just uh, put the person in custody who has allegedly done it. But at this point, there's a pretty good chance that the person that's in custody actually did do it because, mm-hmm. you know, there were um, cameras yep. all around. So, And he had been seen engaging with Nipsey Hussle Ugh. a bunch of times. Like, they may have had some words. Maybe Nipsey called him a snitch, something. He walked away, came back armed, um, and killed him and injured two of the other people that he was with. So it's been really dark. Um, specifically, it's been dark because of, like, you know, we talked about it in the past. We've constantly talked about Nipsey Hussle and the uh, kind of painful slash homophobic comments he's made in the past. Um, mm. Since this has happened, a lot of people have been talking about his community service, and it puts everyone in a tough spot, like especially, you know, uh, black pe- queer black people. Because on one hand, you always sympathize for anybody in your community who's trying to do well, but it's just ignorant, even if it means hurting you sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Same with, like, black women. Like, sometimes, it, you know, we know that there's some sexism involved with the black men that we protect, but we also know that society hasn't helped them necessarily give up the toxic masculinity easily. And it's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It really does hurt all around, Um But we wanted to talk about just a few layers of this, you know, how people use tragedies as a way to promote conspiracy agendas and how that is so not helpful to the culture, to the healing, and it doesn't help us move forward and stop shit like this from happening again. Exactly, because you don't confront what actually is at the root of everything. Yes, because, like, there are some black people who lack accountability. And mm-hmm. we know, we listen, we know about the systems. We know about, you know, how a lot of shit that trickles down to us is, is fucked up and it fucks us up and it's hard to combat. But that doesn't mean that we don't have any accountability. Mm-hmm. When a black person kills another black person, are we going to sit here and call it black on black crime? No, no. we're going to just call it crime. Mm-hmm. But we cannot deny the violence and the, the gang violence, mm-hmm. the violence against women, mm-hmm. the violence against the trans and LGBTQ plus community. We cannot deny the toxic masculinity. We It's a big problems in our community that need to be addressed and they're all linked together. Yep. They're all linked together. When this, when Nipsey Hussle died, the first thing a lot of fake woke people went and did was run to the internet to talk about how he was killed because he He's was making, making a documentary, documentary about Dr. on Dr. Sebe, bitch ass. Wasn't nobody killed <laughs> for no old ass Dr. Sebe. Okay? <laughs> Here this is. A documentary was going to explore the fact that the the idea, not the fact, the idea that maybe Dr. Sebe may have cured HIV 
and or AIDS with his herbal remedies and how he had cases, people reporting that they actually were cured from his line of treatment. And the case was, he was let go from his case. First of all, okay, a lot of these people who claimed to have been cured by Dr. Mm -hmm. Sebe, where they at now? Yeah, they have not come forward. They have not come forward. It's just niggas that like that was born in 1985 that like just found out about that to say like, two years ago being like yes, and it was people who true. had there were a lot of false negatives and positives yep. back then, so they may not have had HIV AIDS to begin with. So his followers are gone. That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two, he beat his case because he uh, switched it around and said, you know, no, 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 I'm not practicing. His lawyer pretty much said, I am not practicing medicine. Mm -hmm. I am suggesting that people use my diet in conjunction with their treatment. Mm -hmm. So he then said himself, I am not a doctor. I am just saying what any other nutritionist has said, except that's not what he did. And he conned many, many people into believing that... A lot of black people. A lot of black people into believing that his treatment could help them with their HIV. Mm -hmm. It could have actually made people worse or killed them. Exactly. HIV denialism is... Is, is deadly. It's very dangerous. And also, no, the stuff that he was saying, if anybody, if you know anything about plant-based and all that shit, which, are, which people don't, um, that stuff was talked about in the China study. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of, like, um, ideas and stuff about veganism um, and like being plant based comes from is the China study. And like he just was, his, you know, his elders told him about that. Um, and then he just passed it along. And he wasn't wrong about that. Like, he obviously, wasn't. we are vegan, right? We believe that. I mean, I do think it was bullshit that certain vegetables like broccoli will hurt you. I don't really believe that you at all. But that's a philosophy that I don't think is dangerous. I think the philosophy that's dangerous is that, oh, stop taking your medicine, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. If you choose to follow Dr. Sebe, fine. But what you're not going to do is sit up here and say that the government killed this man. Look, he got off his case, and then they killed him at the tender age of, of what? 82. <laughs> 82. <laughs> they let him live 37 more years before they decided to sneak attack him with some of Dr. Sebe was not a threat to anybody except for his followers who decided... Mm -hmm. Even though no common sense pointed them in that direction to follow it. Also, he didn't have enough followers. Like, for instance, do I believe that the government killed Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? Absolutely. They had a huge impact. movement, a huge impact. Dr. Sebe had, like, what, a few hundred followers? Like, it wasn't really, he wasn't really a threat. And look at the, there are a lot of people in society, there are a lot of fucked up situations that I know the government took part in and covered it up. I know for a fact that something went wrong with Sandra Bland. I don't know oh, what happened. Course. But that was not right. And we, you know, our radars go up when shit don't make sense. Mm -hmm. But this Dr. Sebe thing does not make any sense. So Nipsey Hussle was making a documentary <laughs> that was, and Nipsey Hussle was going to have the resources to bring together whatever the, the the government was trying to hide. So therefore, the government hired somebody to kill him and then bl blame it on a black man. So, like, do y'all hear yourself? It, it sounds crazy. Also, a lot of things that, like, for instance, I before I became vegan and stuff, I watched a lot of documentaries and I've been like just obsessed with the idea of just not consuming any like thing that's considered a corpse and like. Um, a documentary I was watching, this farmer who was, like, an independent farmer who was, like, trying to cut his ties from Monsanto, um, they um, they did try to sue him and, like, blacklist him and all this stuff and agricultural, like, community and stuff like that. They didn't kill him. They just, like, you know, 
stop this bag. Yeah. Um, and if anybody was a threat um, to, you know, the government and um, big pharma, it would definitely be an independent farmer who does not use pesticides and stuff like that and believes in, like, for real, for real, sourcing stuff locally and not, you know, putting Agent Orange and stuff like that. That's somebody that's a real, for real threat because you're threatening the government's bag and you're telling people this is bad for you um, and then backing the stuff up with facts, like yeah. actual facts. No, absolutely. Like, Dr. Sebe was not, and I just think it's very disrespectful when somebody is dead, to use it as an opportunity to start putting in false information it and is. false narratives out there. When a family is hurting mm-hmm. and somebody is dead and the first thing you do is not, like, I, I, just the idea that you believe you have access to the information from behind your fucking computer screen. Exactly. kills me. Like, there's so many people. Just because you went to ITT Tech don't mean you know. Just because you watch Law & Order nonstop does not mean you know. Also, then they fucking dragged left out in it. First of all, I didn't know. Well, I left I was in Honduras um, when she died, but I didn't know. I think she was meeting with Dr. Sebe. Yeah, it was pictures uh, of her with Dr. Sebe. It's pictures of Michael Jackson and Dr. Sebe. Like, he was, that's why I said, why would the government wait for him to, like, treat all these famous people like Michael Jackson and Left Eye just to kill him while he was in jail of pneumonia? He's 82. He died of a typical, so that's some typical 82-year-old shit to die off of. (laughs) Like really? and eighty two, it's like at that point I would be like, <laughs> you know what? You can't get mad. You did whatever you die, if you sneeze too hard and pass away, eighty two, you be like it was a good run. It really was. Eighty two, that's a good age to it's live to. Average age, especially that's a good age to live to. Somebody being plant based. I mean, we gonna we gonna live anyway. <laughs> but that's like you know that's decent. Yeah, and I think that it's so funny that the people who believe so much in Dr. Sebe are like the cheesesteak factories of the country. Like, wait a second. You mean to tell me you, you're you willing to believe that this man's <laughs> beliefs were so strong that it got him and like 20,000 people murdered just by association, but you don't follow his lifestyle? You don't follow his lifestyle? So that means either you are a bigger dickwad than what I thought or you, 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 you just, you're just comfortable with being full of shit. Like, I don't get it. How can can you believe that somebody's diet saves lives? How could you go against somebody like us who actually follows it and be like, no, this shit is true? Then why don't you follow it? Because the thing is, I believe veganism is the right way to live, and I follow it. But Yeah, but it's not about, like, this shit cures. No, listen, if you're vegan, you still can get sick. You still if can. Vegan, I just believe that make... animals deserve the same respect as every. I feel like every living thing deserves respect, exactly, and For consent a... and, and stuff like that. It's just a cornerstone of peace, of, of a peaceful life. Exactly. It's a cornerstone for of think a about it, life. But like, let's just say your ethics don't align with yeah. us. You go to any nutritionist. And they're going to tell you fruits and veggies are the way. Yeah. We're not any nutritionists. But most of us know that fruits and, like, plant-based living is good. You mm-hmm. do. Like, even if you're not, you don't feel for the animals. Like, that's unfortunate. But just on the science basis, mm-hmm. they're good for your body. So is Dr. Mm-hmm. Sebe ain't said nothing that you didn't already know. Yeah. So Nipsey Hussle did not die because of that. The government did not kill him. Unfortunately, another black man killed him. Mm-hmm. As another black man killed all the black men who were murdered in my life. And I think that we, it's 
okay to admit that because most crime is intraracial mm -hmm. because we are the ones who are most close to each other but the crabs in a barrel mentality is at all time high mm -hmm. I think because of stuff like social media mm -hmm. people's being a hater is lethal mm -hmm. a hater with a gun is very 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 dangerous it's so scary and that's what we need to talk about we need to talk about how instead of going to get if somebody says something to you that you don't like, let's say Nipsey Hussle called him a snitch, that don't mean that don't give you license to go murder somebody and take them away from their family. Mm -hmm. All this petty shit that that young men and women are losing their lives over is just that. It's so petty, and we don't discuss be, because it's like if if it's not the white man doing it, a lot of times we don't get outraged, mm -hmm. and we should get outraged because. Like, I get it. It's just regular crime. But here is somebody who was doing something from the community and then the same community, you know. Exactly. Like, that's fucking scary. It's very scary. And to that point, you know, like we said, we discussed Nipsey Hussle earlier in the show, like the show's run, because of something very just toxic. He said about, like, Pretty much, he, he pretty much was putting toxic masculinity out there. That's yeah. over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people in the LGBTQ plus community didn't feel like they had to sh give condolences. And that's something that happens. When you hurt people mm -hmm. and you make them feel worthless while you're alive and something happens to you, they don't have to feel. And it, it puts me in a tough spot because I absolutely do feel terrible and I feel bad. I feel like it was a loss. I felt like he should have had an opportunity to learn and be better because he seemed like somebody who was very teachable. Like He yeah. seemed like he was halfway there and he was surrounding himself by rappers and artists like like Jay-Z and Diddy, who could have actually taught him to have a different mind frame, mm -hmm. and he was robbed of that. But at the end of the day, there are th th those same black queer people that he talked about who rides for them when something bad happens to them? Exactly. How many how many times do they stand and march for the Trayvon Martins and the Mike Browns and even people like Nipsey Hussle? But when something happens to them, case in point, Jesse Smollett, who who stands up? For yeah, because I was say I just think it's so crazy that people think that the government killed Nipsey Hussle, but y'all don't think that the government set up Jesse Smollett. Yeah, like it's just not adding like, up. Something a lot more understandable because number one, he was dismissed of all charges, right? Yeah. So it seems a lot more reasonable that the police lied to, about him. Yeah. And like as they've lied about a lot of things. Yeah. But y'all believe that the government assassinated a rapper like Nipsey Hussle was really, really like, from my understanding, he was like L.A.'s Meek Mill. Yeah, because even like fuck cops always, but like the L.A. First of all, the fucking LAPD, the fucking worst cops in a fucking America, said that he couldn't believe when he saw his name as being the person that was killed. Because he was he was one of the good people out here trying to make some changes for the community, trying to do some real and, you know, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like stuff like this, it is tough when you are black and, you know, you are, um, you know, you identify um, as LGBT because um, it's like you always feel like you have to choose. And, yep. you, and it's never like the one thing like you feel like you always have to choose and you always feel like um, like well would this person do the same thing for me like you know 
the tough answer is probably not because um, just people just don't care because like trans women especially black trans women are dying at an alarming rate but it's like the only people i ever see post stuff like that are other black trans women mm-hmm. um and it's just like it's just like fuck like you just feel like it's just a weird feeling because it is very like i said like the situation with this hustle is very sad and especially as somebody who has um you know that are like has a a lot of male um figures in her like in my family you too um Mm -hmm. and who are like you know great fathers and like just like you know great family um men and it's just like sometimes their views might be a little uh like whatever you know yeah yeah you want them to learn and it's just like it's just so it's just so tough it's just like what can you because i I feel like with this like i just been on auto autopilot because i'm just like ugh, like it's yeah, just it's definitely like mentally it's really really been messing with me because i keep on reading i just keep i just feel like the hatred that we have in this world and the the the, the trauma that it is to be black really brings out the worst in us mm-hmm. you know it really does because a and lot it's like we become the bullies we become the bullies. That the white men, the white men are bullying us, and, and we, we we refuse to see the truth because everything we gotta always make a boogeyman for everything that's going on in our life. Like, oh no, Doctor Sebae, because it is, and it sounds absurd to anybody with an ounce of sense. If you're somebody on listening and you you believe the Doctor Sebae shit, <laughs> remember when Antron Dawson was like, "You are really dumb." That's <laughs> how. Like I feel like you stupid. It's just because it don't. It does not add up. Like it, it don't add, add up. up. And that's very. It's just it's, very it's, disrespectful. It's very disrespectful, and it's not common sense. It's not common sense. I get your pain. I get that you feel like when things are so hard, you gotta make this this you know thing because it's like at some point uh in history. Black people were done so dirty, mm-hmm. and it was off the books, and nobody believed them for so long. That happened to, like, you know, our grandparents, even our parents. Mm-hmm. You start to say, that shit ain't going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to question everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like them. But you go on the other end of the spectrum where you go to Lululand, mm-hmm. and you're by questioning everything, not trusting anything, you begin to make things up, which is just as dangerous because it's still not the truth. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I saw somebody on Twitter say, I I haven't heard nothing about a suspect. I'm sorry. Why the fuck would you have access to any information? The fact that they release the guy's photo, like, so quickly. Because he was at large. Oh, yeah, he was at large. Like, some stuff, I'm like, oh, like, I'm surprised they released it. But, yeah, nobody, like, why would you know, like, inside, like. Like, some people, that's another thing about the social media detectives. They think that because so much is accessible that by a quick Google search, they can find out anything. Despite them not being a detective and having no boots on the ground, right? Like, I know cops are shady, but at the end of the day, I, a lot of detectives put in a lot of work and a lot more time to to under to to find the truth 
over your ass sitting up there eating hot Cheetos behind your MacBook. So stop sitting up there trying to pretend like you're on the same level as a police officer or you're not. <laughs> you are an observer. That's all you yeah. are. Okay? You're an observer. Stop trying to pretend like you can. I mean, even police said the community helps us to solve things with their testimony. Mm-hmm. Their testimony. And there's cam- there were cameras like there. Yeah, like, and so. witnesses cooperating, <clears throat> people in the community cooperating, not your ass in Ohio watching the fucking surveillance from um, TMZ, okay? Not your ass in fucking Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> On, looking at the hashtags, you're not piecing shit together. Please stop it. Anything you have, they have. But what you don't, what they have, you don't have. So stop. It's yeah. just it, it frustrated me on so many levels to see that. And I'm just like, I know Nipsey Hussle may have been a little bit problematic, but I don't think that he would have wanted this amount of conspiracy to surround his death when. Anybody from the hood know the niggas just be hating sometimes. No, real shit. That's just how we, how we, a hater is lethal. I always say that, and that's why I don't Especially like. Especially with because with toxic masculinity, it's like when like some with some men, um, when their feelings get hurt, instead of like crying or being like talk about it, like oh that hurt my feelings, like I want to hurt you, I'm gonna kill you, and I just think about he was out front of his business. He wasn't like at like a club or anywhere where you where you know you would think that something that terrible would happen. He could have been with his child. He could have been with his wife. That could have, as terrible as it was, could have gone even worse. Mm-hmm. And it, it it it's just a nightmare. And I feel so bad for his his brother Sam. I feel bad for his Lauren London, who we just like it was confirmed that it's his wife. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. He has children and. Just a, a, a abundance of a community that really, really, really was inspired by him. Like I think about if something happened to Meek Mill, it's different when you have like a a person, a rapper who is just the champion for your community. Mm-hmm. It's different when you know that there's somebody actively that has your back and that's, that could possibly lift somebody mm-hmm. like us up. Yeah, and they're gone to a senseless act of violence. Like it's just. It's unfortunate because they robbed a very capable person of his opportunity to learn and be better. Yeah, that's very true. And I know in life you don't always get a chance to be better, as we see. But some people are, I think, more inclined to, like, they're just more receptive to change. It's just a matter of time before they get it. Because I got a good feeling if they put cameras in front of uh, Jay-Z's face or if social media was around back in the 90s, he wouldn't have been receiving no GLAAD award today. No, of course He not. wouldn't. So, yeah, I just, it just was very, uh, internet was a sucky place to be. Yeah. Between the Dr. Sebe and idea of their actual video of his death, death circulating around. I, <laughs> know if it was the 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 business footage or somebody actually had the goal to stand there and like record it but that why would you yeah i'm so people say it all the time i'm just so tired of like the trauma porn especially with black people have little regard for black bodies um and even in you know murder like it's just it's just like shock like shock value like showing like you know black people being murdered like damn look how this look at this happening look at this happening oh you got to catch this 
And it's just Yeah, I don't wanna see this shit. No, I don't need to see it so I can have nightmares. Like I don't I don't need to know what somebody's the probably the scariest moment on earth was like for them. I don't wanna visualize that and I would hate if that moment for me was caught on tape and somebody watched it. Like I would never and I think about his family. That is out there. Their loved one, the precise moment where somebody came and killed their loved one. Like, that is just horrible. And if you, I don't know what the fuck has to be wrong with you to share something like that, but I, I hope you, you know. You just had a little regard for human life. Just seek the help. Find find some help because you really do need it. Weird as shit. Weirdo. So, yep, yeah, that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Definitely a hefty, hefty, hefty discussion today. Um, we got some shout outs. We have had a lot of like new followers just on Twitter and Instagram. So shouts to everybody who's just been showing us love. Like it's literally been so many damn people. But yeah. we appreciate it and we see it. Like we appreciate the growth. And especially like everybody who keeps like tagging us and podcast suggestions. Like that is an amazing feeling. Thank you so much. Like y'all. Cause usually we be doing it ourselves. But then <laughs> when we see people do it for us, like, oh my God. Yeah, like damn. That's really crazy. <laughs> So thanks for that. Um, and be sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow me at Imamate on Instagram. Follow me at, at It's Mate on Twitter. Follow us, um, Sabria. Uh, <laughs> at um, It's Frank and Femme on Instagram and Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter. Um, and our Black Girl Brunch Twitter is BLK Girl Brunch. Um, and on Instagram, it's Black Girl Brunch. Yops. Um, if you want to send us an email, you could do that. People don't really email us, but sometimes they do. And you can email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Sorry, I just saw this picture of this pair of boots. And it's just so, <laughs> <laughs> so it took me off. On that note. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. This, these boots are so fucking ugly. It's the it's boots that Libras wear. And I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> But you know what? Happy birthday, Sabria. We Thank gone. you so much. Keep a lookout on our um <laughs> our stories and stuff this weekend because we're going to be acting. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I want my cheeks. <laughs> Let's hope this dress fit. Woo! <laughs> I know. I don't, even, I don't even know what I'm wearing, but I feel like it's your birthday. So <laughs> what I wear, I feel, like, I feel like I just come in sweatpants just to, be, just to follow you around with a camera. That's how I feel on your birthday, too. I know. I, I feel like we. I never care how I look on my friends. Like, all right, I'm going to be cute. I'm going to figure it out. But I'm like, it's, it's I don't care. I like, don't I figure it out. fucking shit. I get mad if it's my birthday. Somebody like you like my dress. I'm like, bitch, calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's my day. Like, the fuck you getting a new fit for? Just chill out and wear one of my old ass bodycon dress you got in your closet. So. <coughs> All right, that's it. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.